In an article entitled The Truth About Black Fatherhood, Alicia Eberhardt Smith addresses the stereotype of black fathers as absent and black children as fatherless. According to a 2013 National Health Statistics report by the CDC, black dads, whether they live with their children or not, are more actively involved in their children's lives than their counterparts of other races. The commitment of black fathers can be seen in the recent formation of Black Fathers of Waco, an organization started in Waco, Texas that provides a space for black dads and their families to connect, find support and community in their parenting journey. In today's podcast, we are speaking with Drexel King and Darius Brown, and they are the founders of Black Fathers of Waco. Welcome to the Amazing Dad podcast presented by Starry, S-T-A-R-R-Y. I am Marlon Jones, Director of Fatherhood Services for Starry. I have four children, two boys, two girls, ages 12, 10, 8, and 6, and I have the gray hairs to prove it. Daddy, can I show you something? Stop! It's my toy! Can I get my phone back? Hey, Dad, I got practice tonight. That's all amazing! And I'd like to welcome, at this time, Darius to the Amazing Dad podcast. And before we get started today, Darius, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so uh, my name is Darius Brown. I was uh, raised my entire life in Waco, Texas. Um... I went to Waco ISD schools. Uh, I grew up in a single parent home and um, I had a relationship with my dad, but he didn't live with us. Um, My family experienced a lot of um, like normal poverty in Waco. Um, You know, my mom worked a lot of hours. Um, I grew up in a church uh, for most of my life and um, I went to college at Stephen Foster State University. And there I got a criminal justice degree and I went to the police academy also in East Texas. And I came back home to work and I've been a police officer in Waco for about eight years. Um, I love what I do. I worked for the city of Hillsborough for three years of patrol. And then now I have been with the school district for almost five years. So I work a lot with kids. Um, I've been doing um, youth working with you for quite some time um yeah so you you are very much a a social entrepreneur you are building Mm -hmm. the community in in so many different ways today we're going to talk about the black dads of waco but i know that you have other involvement in the community could you share a little bit about the mentoring program uh, that you provide leadership to sure is um so in 2017, my, um, really, God broke my heart for kids in Waco because I was arresting a lot of kids who I was arresting kids that they were making bad choices, but they were not making bad choices because they were bad kids. They were making bad choices because of their lack of knowledge. So I decided to start a mentoring program right here in Waco at the YMCA. I partnered with the YMCA. I partnered with different churches around Waco and organizations. And we mentor kids every Thursday night at the YMCA. And we had a group called Becoming Better Boys. And so Becoming Better Boys grew, started with 12 kids, but we started, um, we got quickly over 50 kids and we fed them. We loved them. We served them every Thursday night. And uh, yeah, that's what we, uh, we had a, a good, program doing that 
very effective throughout over the city. Well, we did community projects all throughout the um, all throughout the city, like career day. We would do like having like a whole park full of entrepreneurs and people who did different fields so the kids could get the exposure. We had done back to school bashes. We've done um, stuff as simple as Easter egg hunts and stuff like that for the kids because it was easier to bring experiences to them than take them on a big group trip. So I was excited about that. Exciting. And outside of, of having that father figure role in the community to so many young people that you've worked with. I know that you and your wife recently welcomed your first child. How has that been for you? Yeah. Yeah, man, it's been exciting. Uh, my wife and I got married January 4th, February, we found out we were pregnant. And so, so very quickly we got, uh, we got introduced to parenthood and um, it's been a blast, um, a lots of learning curve. And so I added, in people like my friend Drexel. Um, and I started building a relationship with people um, that are, have been fathers because that's a new, it's a new role for me. Um, I've been busy in the community, but having a little one that lives with you is a different, um, it's a different, it's just a lot different, but I'm enjoying being a father and spending time with my daughter every day. Excellent. And I do believe Drexel has now joined us. Drexel uh, yeah. is also a co-founder of um, Black Dads Waco. Drexel, we were just doing some introductions. If, if you want to, uh, one, thank you for being a part of uh, the Amazing Dads podcast. Can you share just a little bit about who you are? Uh, and then we'll jump into to a little bit more about what um, Black Dads Waco is all about. Sure. Uh, thanks for having me. Sorry, I was a little uh, technical difficulties here, but uh, glad, to, glad to be on with you guys. And uh, yeah, excited to be on the, this Dads podcast. And, Co-founder, I felt, still feels like such a strong word, <laughs> you know. Just me and Darius getting together and just trying to trying to help the community best way we know how. And so, uh, uh, super excited. Yeah, I'm from, uh, you know, from North Carolina. Moved here to Waco a couple years ago, and um, love love this area. And was in the Marine Corps for ten years. Uh, during that time, we had, I think, uh, maybe five kids. Uh, and now we have three more. And so, so you were uh, busy. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Yeah. We love it. Uh, love having a big family. And so, um, did I answer all the questions or were, did you want me to jump into kind of the starting of the group? Yeah. So I think that's what, that's where we're, that's where we're headed next. We just wanted to know a little bit about you. We know that Darius is a new dad and, uh, you are a father of eight and, and you are newer uh, to the Waco community. Darius grew up here uh, and, and you've been here for the past couple of years and you have just really jumped in and, and began to make an impact in, in the community and we greatly appreciate that. And so, uh, you know, just, just to get us started, I would just like to know what, uh, what was the seed that gave birth to the idea for creating Black Dads Waco? Well, I think um, maybe, maybe many, many seeds, many experiences you know, we, we saw the rough summer that was that was for the black community. I think just George Floyd, uh, lots of lots of things going on there, and, and we've been seeing it for a while. And I think, you know, no matter no matter where you're at, you know, I have friends on both ends of the spectrum. No matter where you're at, I think you can you can see a sense of hurt in the black community. 
Uh, mm. And I think you can see that, um, you know, there's all sorts of perceptions about fatherhood, especially I think in the black community and uh, all across the spectrum. And I think part of the impetus maybe for this group is, you know, we're, we're just facing different struggles. Um, and I think unique struggles. And I think history has a lot to do with that. I don't think just because, you know, we're in, we're, you know, we're in 2021, just because we have a black president does not mean that some of the struggles that we have faced are all gone now. And, mm. you know, I mean, I, I'm, I don't want to get on a soapbox here, but I heard my man Darius preach in Exodus a few weeks ago, you know, and the people of Exodus, although God had freed them from slavery in Egypt, they still had a slave mentality. They wanted to go back. They even made comments like, oh, we had it good in Egypt. And God said, no, no, no. Like, I've set you free. You need to, you need to go. And so for, I think, you know, to say that we aren't still affected by things that were happening, rough things that were happening, not in my parents' lifetime, um, you know, uh, I think is, 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 you know, a stretch. Uh, but uh, I think having this group to come together, to unite, to, to face some of these things, how, you know, best practices, how are you doing this dad thing? Uh, how are your son reacting to some of this stuff? I mean, just coming together to be a support network. There's tons of support networks out there, um, but I didn't see any in our area that particularly focused on the unique struggle that we face, so. Yeah, thank you for that. That 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 is that's helpful. It provides a great deal of insight. Could could you dig a little bit deeper? And this is you know either uh, Darius or or Drexel. Uh, could you just share some of those unique challenges of being a black father? Go ahead, Darius. Unique challenges for being a black father. Um, I. Like I said, I, I tell I think I, we share this within our group a, a lot. Um, but some unique challenges I think that our city is faced, and not that I'm facing them because there's some access that I have um, through my profession and through um, my resource that I've built now that I don't experience. But not everyone has access to that. So, for example, um, jobs. Uh, we need uh, black dads. We we shared a statistic at our first meeting that, like a great percentage of our dads are not holding the good jobs in Waco or, you know, in our area. And so having access to that or the job training or interview training, um, you know, I think um, education is, is a huge, huge thing. Um, you know, like I said, I, it's not that we don't, um, it's not available, but I think education is a big piece. Um, and just like educating them that, you know, kids can go to any school. They don't have to go to um, a school that's in their neighborhood. According to Waco ISD, you can transfer a student to any school. If you have a, a kid that uh, qualifies for the Atlas Academy, then they can um, be a part of that program. But I, th I don't think we, we have the access to knowing that. Um, yeah, so I think just access is a huge, huge part of, um, you know, some of our, our parents don't have cars that I work with. I, I assume that everyone had a car, but not every parent has a car. So how are they supposed to 
transport uh, their children to, um, you know, dentist appointments and doctor visits. And so just uh, providing them with access, I think is a big part of what we want to be in the Black Dads Wake Over. Yeah, yeah let me maybe comment a quick one. Uh, access is so huge. My sister does work at food insecurity and just having access to local grocery stores and healthy food, you know, you have access to some of the unhealthy stuff quickly, but, you know, we want to be healthy in our communities. Well, we don't have a grocery store within walking distance because we can't drive there, you know, but there's access to other things, you know, uh, and so uh, I think that's a huge point. Some of the stats that Darius was talking about just in Waco, you know, um, uh, you know, our population here, uh, 50, 43% white, which they hold 80% of the jobs paying 40K. And that was a 2015 stat. But, you know, all the kind of good jobs in Waco are dominated by half the population. And so that's just a struggle. And we have some more here if you're interested, but that's just a struggle that we uniquely face. And one of the things when it comes to challenges of a Black dad, you know, I was talking with a guy about, you know, having to have the talk, right? And every, I think every dad has to have the sex talk at some point with their kid, they should. Uh, but I think black dads face another talk that we have to have. And, you know, it's about growing up black in a society here in America and what that means and uh, what you can and cannot do uh, because your life is in danger. Uh, and, and when Darius mentions education, you know, to me as a black dad, I feel like I'd be doing a disservice uh, to my children not to make them aware of the educational, you know, maybe your strengths uh, of particular, referencing particular to like safety concerns that they, that they will have to deal with, you know. Um, and I'm not saying everyone's out to get you. Uh, I'm not saying, uh, you know, you can't trust anyone. But in some situations, you just won't know. And so by that fact, you know, uh, you see a guy in a, in a truck with a Confederate flag. Yeah, I'm going to be kind and decent, but I don't know what that means to, for him, you know, that flag. And so if I have to have an interaction with him, I got to be ready just because of what that may mean for him. And so just by the fact that I'm not going to assume he's racist, uh, he may not be, uh, but the fact that I don't know, you know, I think is a whole conversation that most parents don't even have to, don't even have to broach. And I think that just adds particular dynamics for, you know, parenting in the Black community. I think you're absolutely right. There is an anxiety that comes with being a Black father, especially a Black father with boys. I have um, two sons and, you know, when, when they go outside to play, I shouldn't have to think about are my sons going to make it back home? Mm. Mm -hmm. My mm -hmm. son playing with a BB gun should not mm. elicit the fear that his life could be taken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. while I'm driving, you know, in, in my vehicle and I have my children with me and I see a, no, 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 this is not you officer. There <laughs> I see a police officer behind me, you know, the anxiety that comes up, you know, will this, is, is this a potential traffic stop? That could lead to some severe harm and so i do think that you make some very important points there are some very unique challenges 
that black fathers face. When, when you think about Black Dads Waco as an organization, how would you define what success looks like for Black Dads Waco? Great question. Officer Brown, I'll let you start us off. <laughs> yeah, so um, Black Dads Waco being successful, I think us having community, uh, we've already been getting some testimonies where people are like, hey, I just moved here to Waco and I'm a part of fraternities, I'm a part of this group, but I don't have any community. Like, And I think us coming together and saying, hey, we're gonna get together and you know, like, this Saturday, we're gonna be cleaning up the park, which is like a part of service. We wanna, well, everywhere we go, we wanna show excellence. And and that that rise, uh, that raises the standard of what really black dads do. For me, I do a lot of community events in the parks and I live by a park. I live by Hood Street Park. And I see a lot of gang activity and drug activity at the parks, but we're bringing something to the park that should be, like we're bringing back the, the park's purpose is letting our kids play at the park, us having a good time. We're not fighting, we're not arguing. Um, just restoring the image um, of the Black Dad is, is a huge success for us. Um, <clears throat> I think that, um, yeah, uh, community is big because we can hold each other accountable. Um, and then we also can sharpen each other. There are some people in our within our group who are human resource directors at their job, and they're pouring into people who, uh, other Black dads, who need interview skills. And so um, we are closing, hopefully, um, perfectly, we're closing in those gaps um, as, uh, as we're being a good community for each other. Yeah, yeah, well said. I appreciate uh, this is something that Darius brings to the vision of the team here, you know, ha having us in the parks, uh, you know, in our communities, you know, doing some of the cleanup, having some of the speaker events. He mentioned interviews. That's going to be kind of the topic for this uh, this weekend. We have an event uh, Saturday, Oscar Dukanji Park. If you're in the area, come on out 10 to 12. But, uh, you know, we're going to how, how do you get hired? How do you, what does a good resume look like? How do you answer uh, interview questions? And we got resources within the group, you know, for folks who are in HR, like myself, that can answer those questions. And we're super thankful for organizations like, like Starry, uh, Starry and just the, you know, uh, uh, resources and stuff that you all bring that can be just a significant help uh, to us and counseling and legal advice and and so uh this is just huge and like you said support just trying to support one another trying to encourage one another and we want to do so kind of on on several different levels just practically uh you know how, uh it, it's a beautiful thing seeing our children playing together at the park and just having fun beautiful thing uh but then just economically how can we support black businesses in this area you know i'm trying to get a list from the from the black commerce chamber of commerce here where, where are all our businesses you know i know they've been hit, hit hard with the snowstorm last week that we had here with COVID. you know and so i want this group to be a part of you know yeah you can on your way home from work you can stop by xyz but maybe just take that extra step stop by here because you know one of us is, is struggling and 
you know, we want to support each other in that way. And so economically, financially, legally, you know, jobs, uh, there's several different ways where we want to support one another. And so if we could do those things, that would be a success. You know, we want to get to the point where uh, we heard a story a couple weeks ago about a, a young kid who's getting kicked out of his home, nowhere to go, still in high school. Um, and there's, there's actually some resources in Waco, Officer Brown can talk about, but we want to be a group that, you know, can see a kid like that and take them in our home and then mentor that kid, uh, mentor the future generations coming up uh, and have, have the resources available to be impactful in our community. And so, you know, huge success would be the, the mayor, the mayor of Waco is coming to us asking for advice. You know, we want to get folks, more folks hired in our, in our city. How do we do that? Do you have connections? And so we want to be an avenue for things like that, changing the image of black fatherhood in our community for blacks and others. So we can see it as a positive thing that it is. That was a long answer, but no, I appreciate that. It, it really seems like you all are building out an entire ecosystem that will be able to provide networking to dads, support for um, for black dads and really become a source of empowerment uh, and then changing a narrative uh, that in many ways, uh, black dads are absent, not engaged uh, to really right. having the community understand the integral role that black fathers play, not only within their nuclear family, uh, but even as you just mentioned, uh, seeing a, a, a kid that's in need and then putting your arms around them. Uh, so I thank you for that response. It is extremely helpful. I do wonder what what's on the horizon? What does the future look like for Black Dads Waco? I, I can jump in here first and Officer Brown, feel free to, to get in, give your wisdom. Um, I think uh, on the horizon, I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. Uh, you know, I think I think we are our own limitation at this point. And right now we want to just build momentum, you know, gather support, gather resources, gather uh, members, you know, um, but we don't want to limit kind of what God can do with this group. And I think he has bigger plans for us, you know, than we can imagine. But I think on the horizon, you know, one of the, you know, I mentioned the support that we could bring to the community, the influence that I think we could have in the community in a positive way. You know, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but that that image of the black father, you know, most people like you just described, you know, well, what's wrong with our what's wrong with the black community? Well, the fathers uh, and, and we all kind of get, I think, lumped into that. And I don't think many people have a positive image, you know, black or white have a positive image like it's it, it's it's too surprising to people to see a group like us at the park, you know, doing the things we're doing. That, that shouldn't be surprising. Uh, and so that image is huge. But I think, you know, we wanna get to the point where, you know, we just have, I mentioned to the group a couple of weeks ago, just we're an avenue of, for entrepreneurs here, black entrepreneurs here in Waco, you know, and we're providing, you come to our group and we just set you up with mentors and resources right away that you can start, you know, doing your thing in the community. Um, and so I think that's, that's kind of the future, you know, keep, keep our momentum, keep our support and start impacting uh, where we can and letting God 
kind of take control and you know guide this thing where where we can best impact how he wants it anything to add there Darius yeah I think what's on the horizon like I said we haven't really launched publicly we just really started meeting a couple um in December virtually and that was that went great and then we just like hey we're gonna reach out to some people we know, but nobody in the public knows about this as other than Black Bats. We don't post anything on social media, but we have talked about in the future, uh, in, uh, in Juneteenth this summer, uh, going launch, uh, launching publicly and letting everyone know uh, who we are, what we do, what we stand for. So that's um, gonna be a big deal in the summer that we're looking forward to that. We're kind of just like you, uh, Drexel said, building some momentum and connecting people, uh, getting connected with each other, building relationships with each other, or reading a book together. Um, every quarter we want to read a book. Um, and so we want to uh, read Black Dad books. So yeah, th that's exciting. And we're looking forward to it. So that, that's exciting. My next question was going to be, if someone wants to join or participate or support Black Dads Waco, how do they do it? But if you haven't launched yet, um, that might be a, a premature question. Um, it, it, at this particular point, if someone does want to connect, what would they do? Uh, how, how would someone get connected at this point? Yeah, great question. Yeah. We're not at that stage, you know, if you want to donate and uh, things like that, you know, we, what the 501c3 and stuff, we're not there. Uh, hopefully soon, uh, we want to be there. But uh, uh, first, we just want to, I think, do the practical thing right now, build momentum. Let's just meet. Let's just have our kids interact. You know, let's just be positive with one another. Uh, and like Darius said, that June 19th may be a good launch point for us. I think right now, just come to our events. We're doing them once a month on Saturdays from 10 to 12. Uh, we're trying to hit up the local parks in the area. Uh, on the fourth Saturday of the month is, is kind of what we're aiming for right now. We got a private Facebook group. And so uh, we got several members on there. And, you know, uh, we would love, I mean, if you want to, I can give my email out and you can just hit me up and I'll definitely invite you to that private Facebook group. and. That's yeah, can you share that email? What's that email address? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Drexel, my first name. So D R E X E L dot R dot King. So Drexel dot R dot King at gmail dot com. And you can just hit me up and we'll get you on the, the Facebook private group and you can have access to all the events we're doing, um, to the books we're reading and, and things like that. Anything to add, Darius? Uh, you did good. Cool. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, I would say if, if you if you don't have Between the World and Me, Ta-Nehisi Coates on the reading list, that that should be a book um, that that the that the group works through. It is uh, it's a wonderful look at uh, what it means to grow up uh, with with black skin. Uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates is writing um, a letter, uh, really basically an open letter to his son, very much you know, in the same way that James Baldwin did in The Fire Next Time. Uh, and it is a great read uh, that really speaks to the experiences of, of African-American youth, especially boys. So I would recommend that that book to you all. Uh, yeah, 
that sounds like a great one. Yeah, we got a we got a couple on the list. I wish I had my list on here, but uh, the first one we're reading, "Dare to Be Extraordinary," by uh, Gordon and Middlebrooks, and so that's just a compilation of positive stories of black fathers in the community. So that's been an enjoyable read. One of the things I think the group's taken away so far is just you know black fathers out there, just be consistent. You know, you're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it right every day. You're going to have some harder days, um, but just keep, you know, stay in the fight, stay in the grind, uh, you know, just just show up, just be present, be around, talk to your kids, you know, read to your kids, you know, so just that consistency with which you parent has been a powerful kind of uh, takeaway from the book. Well, Drexel, Darius, thank you so much for sharing this this time with us and helping us to understand what Black Dads Waco is all about. We are looking for some extraordinary things from this organization. And please let Starry know how we can support you in the process. And thank you for being amazing dads. Praise. Thanks for having me. It's been an honor. The Amazing Dads podcast is presented by Starry's Fatherhood Program. Starry's Fatherhood Program offers the Fatherhood Plus Academy, the Halftime Dads Group, our Fathers in Training Camp, and one-on-one counseling and coaching. For more information on our programming, visit starry.org. That's starry spelled S-T-A-R-R-Y, starry.org, or call us at 254-244-2400 because dads are amazing.